Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Join Jared and Jason, two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf... From Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all. Episode 12. I know you don't like numbers anymore. All right. All right. Everybody, it's episode 12. (laughs) Breaking news. It is episode 12. Live from Columbus, Ohio. It's just two guys being dudes times two, which equals four. So it's four guys being dudes. I think that's allowable. Yeah, I think so. We've done this before. The last time we did four guys, we were in Vegas. As long as it's not like squared. No, I can't that'd do be, square roots right now. Yeah, that'd be too many people. Right, too many roots. So four is enough. Okay. okay. So who, who do we have today? With so us? instead of having our normal guest, we have... The most famous talked about guest that hasn't made an appearance live on this podcast ever. Uh, we did have him record his picks one time, but I was too hammered in Vegas to actually edit the, his picks. And I think his picks were actually <laughs> accurate. <laughs> you did call the fight. He did call the fight. Yeah, I kind of fucked that one up. Yeah. I, I should have been a little more sober. When fake I news. I, I think it was fake news. I think Jason's part of fake news yeah. and somehow... Yeah. Railroaded Craig from getting the royalties he should have from yeah. Vegas. Because we were supposed to also put bets on those guys. You remember? That we yeah. had all intention. And then we went downstairs with the intention and the money. Yeah. But I don't know what happened. Drunk. Oh, got really drunk. Got really drunk. Yeah. So, Craig, we owe you money. But everybody, the Craig. Yeah. I, I had a $10 bet through Jared on that. And um, I texted him. I said, hey. I never heard anything back about my ten dollar bet <laughs> on tenth round Mayweather, and um, it's because it doesn't exist. No, <laughs> you know, no. What happened so, is, did you know that like that whole event was like sponsored by T-Mobile? So most Verizon users <laughs> at the fight couldn't get text messages, man. So I just missed that. I missed that. Is that what it was? So and then, not only did he call the fight right, and we didn't put the bet on it. We never acknowledged it anywhere either. <laughs> we could have been. I, I, that was the first thing I did. I feel very brave that I stood up with everything going on in this nation. That I stood up and I was like, hey, you know what? I want to take a moment to say that Craig did call the fight. I will give you this. I do believe, because I won my over nine bet. And then when he knocked him out in Big the tent, the first words out of your mouth was, Craig called it. Yeah. So, but we, we are very humbled. To have probably the most accurate boxing guru I've ever met, the Craig, join us on the podcast today. One time Craig told me what happens in Rocky Three. I haven't seen it yet, but if he's right, that's going to be a hell of a movie. <laughs> so Craig, welcome aboard. Thanks for having me on. So for those that don't know, Craig was the original producer of our first podcast, the three hours, three and a half hours that... We have never released because it's probably better for all of our professional careers if it stays buried for a while. I had seven bourbons. Yeah. In yeah. the show. That the the only consistent part of that show was the clinking of ice in the glasses as we kept filling them up. <laughs> it was real. But it was one year ago this weekend. It was one year ago this weekend. That's yeah. why I bring it up. So the it original show, yeah. 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 One year this weekend. So here we are. And now we're also joined by the newest sponsor of the podcast, <laughs> the Gallo family of restaurants, including Gallo's Tap Room in both Bethel and Powell and Gallo's Kitchen, Mr. Nick Gallo. 
Yeah, thanks, guys. I mean, it's it's uh, it's great. I just don't know that I'm going to put my name on anything that happens on the uh, podcast based on what you said it happened a year ago. <laughs> but 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 yeah, definitely great to be here and uh, looking forward to it. I think the smartest move anyone's ever made is not to associate themselves with this podcast. Hold on. Breaking news. I don't want to get too TMZ on this podcast in the beginning here, but is it true you're going to have pizza rolls going forward at your restaurant? Like, I'm really into that. Yeah, I've been strong-armed into that. Yeah. Um, awesome, man. So Gallo's now. Gallo's home of the pizza roll. Pizza roll. Is it going to be Totina's pizza rolls? Can I get a t-shirt? Do you think I'd be a... a that's a nice t-shirt. I'm going to get that done. It may, wear, may very well be straight out of the bag. <laughs> Trust me. That's the only way Jared wants it. Yeah. You could go through and craft the most elegant, beautiful pizza roll. You could make the dough yourself. You could go grab fresh tomatoes and crush them. You get the greatest pepperonis imported from it, Italy. And you put it all together and you would... Bake it perfectly, the perfect crust, and Jared would bitch about it because it didn't come out of a bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going back to happy hour, 12 cent pizza rolls. 12 cent pizza 12 rolls. 12 cent pizza rolls. Hold on. Let, well, me, let, me, let, me, let me review what he just said here. You can go to the farthest country. You can go all the way over here. You can fucking cut a cocoa leaf over here. You can bring it back. You can give me a Reese cup. <laughs> your chocolate everything you can go do whatever you want I'll take a Reese cup I've never had a, a chocolate in my life where I was like oh that's good but and what's so sad a Reese cup a Reese cup is that's the best I totally agree and, and yeah. I don't think I would ever agree with you on food except for this because you go to like Starbucks and they have like this super awesome chocolate peanut butter cup it looks like a Reese's cup it's like $11 and it tastes like dog shit compared to a normal Reese's cup look if I own a dentist office I would sue Reese's for not having you can go get the peanut butter where you just like boom they st- oh they still have the, the Reese's act- peanut butter no 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 the actual Reese's no because that, that's not really peanut butter Ooh, that's what I'm <laughs> talking about it's a peanut about, butter though. candy yeah could you imagine but, making a sandwich out of that? Could, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would you put jelly with it? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I would 100%. too. 100%. But it'd be a little dry. But the jelly would come through. Oh, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Do you think if we got enough Reese's Cups and cut them in half and took the peanut butter out of them no. and then made a sandwich, it'd be the greatest peanut butter jelly sandwich ever? No. no. You know what I found out the other day? I was at the, whatever, the Walgreens grocery stores, and they had, you know those giant Reese's Cups? I mean, the giant ones. So they're, they're like, yeah, like, they're like $25. Yeah. yeah. They now have one that has, they're filled with the Reese pieces. And on the label, it says one whole bag of Reese pieces inside of the gigantic Reese cup. That's not enough for me. <laughs> I want four. <laughs> what are you, why are you wasting all that space? You know what's inside of a Reese piece? More fucking peanut butter. What if there was a Reese like, piece inside not, of the Reese piece? Yeah, like. Oh, hey, guess what we did? We did this. It's like, it's the same fucking thing. Well, but they got the candy shell. Listen, unless they drop that motherfucker in a blizzard. Uh-huh. Because a Reese blizzard is what? the all-time best way to have a... a is Reese and Eminem the same? No. no. They're Mars. They're like, totally different companies? Oh, it's rivals. So, like, do the Reese cups, can they not claim they don't melt? Or the Reese pieces, can they not melt is in your Superman hands? Superman Starburst, and this is Batman? Like, Listen, I'm not uh, as down with the candy manufacturers as apparently you are. No, Reese's melt in your hand. That's, like, their slogan. Reese's melt <laughs> in your hand. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. We oh, melt in your hand. Here's and the, then you lick the peanut butter off your hand. Let me, let me put this out there. But I think still, this is the number one miss of all time in history. Why aren't there Wonka bars? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, why isn't there a... Every single kid should know what a Wonka bar is. And there should be a Wonka bar that's the size of my head. And you get it every Christmas. And it's like, it's a Wonka bar. And, and they should it, have a golden and ticket. And you open it and there's a golden ticket. And you get to go to some weird Disney experience where you get to do stuff. Where Willy, Wonka, Willy Wonka's busy making gobstoppers, man. Is that the ones that made you float? Hey. No. We told you not to say anything. <laughs> right, my bad. My bad. By the way, the gobstopper machine. That was the greatest single moment in the history of any movie. It not- froze you in time like, who's going to do it, man? Who's going to make the move and not put it in their mouth? See how it all goes around? Because I think episode one, we had a 10 minute conversation of Willy Wonka and Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Grandpa Joe, you lazy motherfucker. 
Let me tell you right now. If there is one person who should just be clowned in the history of any movie, he's the ultimate villain. Yeah. Grandpa Joe didn't get out of bed. The entire movie. The entire movie. Right. Until, until Charlie just shows Pulls up with the a ticket. ticket. Then this dude he's does... He's dancing. Oh, he... Yeah. Dancing? Yeah. Dancing? No, he's doing like crazy, like lean back with his cane pulling himself back up. That means he was just a bad grandfather for... Just laid in bed the entire time. Six years. And then... He gets Charlie into there. Ooh, he somehow gets him through. All of a sudden, there's booze. Mm-hmm. And they start boozing together. He got Charlie drunk, and they almost got shredded. Then Charlie tries to, like, hey, go in and apologize. His, he tries to pull him back, and then Charlie goes back through. The ultimate villain of all time. I agree. And we swore that we weren't going to talk about it anymore after episode one. <laughs> remember that? Do you remember that dipping episode? <laughs> oh. Everything after that, I kind of forgot. Your feet were upside down? That happened. That was a good one. All right. So here we are. It's Friday. It's the eve of the Ohio State-Oklahoma game. And we have all gathered this time at your place. So we've done one at my place. We did one in Vegas. And now we're in Jared's place looking at downtown Columbus. It's a beautiful night. So This is the first time we've ever done a podcast with a woman in attendance. <laughs> Beatrix, my cat. Wherever Beatrix, my cat, is at. Um, she's probably chasing her own tail doing nothing. I'm fairly certain this will be the only podcast ever that we've had food delivered. That we'll open 12 different kinds of drinks. Uh, and that the Craig will give us the most accurate prediction of the football game ever. Craig, 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 He's got it. So we do have this, because in the current condition you're in, I'm fairly confident that your three NFL picks aren't going to be very accurate this week. Oh, let's go. Right now. Let's go. You're going to do your NFL picks? Yeah, I'll do it right now. Okay. So we'll get your NFL picks. All right. This will be easy. Titans, uh, plus, or given the two and a half. Bears, give me the seven. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? You got a problem with that? No. Oh, oh you, you like my pick there. Oh, yeah. I like your pick. On that stupid knockout game, Dr. Mim's making me play. It's one of my confidence picks. Oh, I'm you going, like the Bears. Yeah. Oh, you're, so you like that. I'm a Bears fan. I'm not going to vote against them, right? And give me Arizona, given two and a half, and Detroit. All right. You guys have any comments on any of these picks? Uh, the Arizona traveling up to Detroit, maybe that, might, that one might be tight, but uh, I'm fine with the other ones. Carson Palmer's last stand. Uh-huh. I just so, think Arizona, man. I mean, come on. Traveling? They're giving? It's not fun. That's why it's called gambling. You know, my confidence picks that I took with him, I, I've never done this with him, so I said, okay, I'll join in your thing. So I realized you have to assign 16 points to your most confident pick because they're 16 games. And I very, very accurately picked that the New England Patriots would easily beat Kansas City. Can I tell you the weirdest thing that happened last night? <laughs> no, can I tell you? No, this is the weirdest thing that happened last night. Everybody in this room right now, I don't even have to ask it who you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year. The Patriots. Like, they, okay, they just hit rock bottom on, in week one. But like, is it really rock? Because Kansas City's not bad. Oh, Pats are going to win. They're going to win it, man. Yeah. They're going to win the Super Bowl. See, they got all the oh, pressure. Because they won a game. And- no, I think yeah, I, heard, I heard that before that. They got all the pressure off. This was Belichick's master plan, right? So he got they all the pressure lost. off. Lost, so now they don't have to worry about having a perfect season. Yeah, they're good, man. Uh, but, so where do you th- Everybody, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He's done. It's like, shut up. The problem is all the injuries. Well, they can get through the, got the, no the Jets, the Bills, like the Bills traded. And now that now Cardell's not at the Bills, we know they're hopeless. They, I, I don't think they win he a game this year. He would have starting. Yeah, yeah. He probably would have. But you know what? It's much better to be the second man behind Phillip Rivers than being the first man in Buffalo any day of the week. They got good wings. No, they don't. 
The Anchor I mean, Bar's no, wings no, are garbage. I, yeah, I completely argue with that. Just because <laughs> the, the wing originated there does not make it the best. I applaud them for the wow. effort that they did I've of creating it. I like So what's the best People wing? perfected that wing outside of Wait, Actually, so Gallo's the Tap Room cockfight wings, which are available on Happy Hour, Monday through Friday. <laughs> we, we cut the wings. We're going to pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah, they get rid of my favorite thing to bring in 12-cent pizza rolls. I, uh, I got to get out of here, man. I got to <laughs> I got something I gotta go think about in my room for a minute. Well, the, Put that away. You guys talk about though with the NFL, you gotta understand something. In the NFL we've had one game. And it's in the NFL and it happens every week. It's overreaction Monday or overreact one game. How about college football? There was one quarter of the Ohio right. State game, and that people right. were blowing it up saying, it's the same garbage that it's always been. I'm like, come on, folks. So they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Now the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, oh, my God. This is what they do. They're like, oh, Russia's attacking you. North Korea, <laughs> look out. SARS is coming back. Like, wait, wasn't that what they – is that still – But, yeah, the North Koreans are going to attack us with SARS. That is, that's guaranteed. Oh, no, I had that on my map. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at that. We're going to be, that's still, we're on schedule? Yeah, they're going to nuke yeah. us with SARS. SARS, yeah. yeah. And then Kanye comes back with a cover your mouth like you got SARS lyric. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> All right. So, I'm glad we got the NFL picks out of the way, because I didn't think you were going to be able to get them done. Also, uh, Packers, uh-huh. give the three. Even if it gets a three and a half, I would go with it. And my one, I wouldn't bet too much on, but look out for them. The Rams. The Rams are going to lay it mm, onto the uh, Colts. But yeah. I don't, I don't the think – Listen, listen. I don't think they cover. I think the Colts are good here. But was it I think two the Rams win the game. What's I think the, the Rams win what by was the one. 19-17. What was the line? Two? Yeah. But I got them 19-17, a victory over the uh, Colts. Yeah. I think the, I think the Colts are – they need to. I think they need to do something about, like, do get something out of Andrew Luck. It doesn't appear like he's very happy there right now, right? Well, he's injured. He's not going to play. And by the way, is there any team that I'm just like good? I hate the Colts. Now that Mike Doss is no longer there, no, I just hate <laughs> the Colts so much. Mike Doss is my yeah, he's, that's my dude. But I, I've always hated the Colts. I can't. You hate the Colts because they backed into two number one quarterbacks, like everybody else hates. <laughs> no, no, hate I hate. Colts. Oh, I know. I hate Colts fans. I just hate. Hey, by the way, ask me this: What basketball team do you think I hate the most in the NBA? <laughs> Indiana fucking Pacers. We're the home basketball. We're. The, no, get that shit out of here. Those fans are annoying. Those same fans are Colts fans. They're terrible. Yeah, Indianapolis. You stole your team from Baltimore, you idiots. Get out of here. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. No argument back? Joe, do you want to drift out of pro football into college football? Yeah, let's go. All right. So we promised everybody we would do our picks. You remember that? So yeah. we're going to let our guests do them first, right? Go ahead. So we're going to do... Uh, Start with the Buckeyes. Well, you guys confident with that? Yeah. Now that you're I'm being recorded. Okay. So now I, I, we have to frame this because Craig is the most accurate picker of any sports event that we've ever had on the podcast. And that's a pretty big statement because you've been pretty accurate in some of these. I think you were seven and two last week. Something like that. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah so good. Maybe profitable. Eight, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah profitable. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I was acting that bookie right there, just trying to. He's transferring more money. So he's in you more money. That's yeah. awesome. Everything's going good. All right. So I thought you were playing slots of fun on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deposit double. I was like, I'm, I'm good. Uh, so okay. So we got uh, tonight or tomorrow night, seven thirty Eastern. Number two Buckeyes play the number six ranked Sooners. With a coach that's 13 years old. Look, I don't want to tell anything. No, we got to hear their picks. I don't. No, hold on. I don't want to step in, guys. But if it's not available, you guys know that ESPN has an app that you can download and you can watch football on at any time, anywhere you're at. And blah blah blah. blah. How every single game this week on ESPN they talked about their app and there's blah blah blah. Their app sucks. Do you know the WWE app's nine ninety five? No, but they, no, the ESPN app. They blah 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 all right. last weekend yeah. about it. Your app sucks. No one wants to download. I'm like, well, actually, Susie, when I was going down the elevator and I was coming down to the game, I caught that end of the Minnesota game, and I'm like, this is so fake. These dudes suck so bad. 
ESPN blows. Okay. All right. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. All right. You're fixed. All right. So we'll, we'll start. We'll let Nick go first. And uh, and then we'll get to Craig's because I think Craig's going to have a pretty accurate pick. But I think Nick's going to be a pretty good pick here too. So the line, let's make sure we're talking. Last time I looked, was it eight? The line was still eight. Might have been seven. seven. Did seven. it go down to seven, seven and, and a half, half in some place? All right. So Nick, I'm pecking against the line. Is that what you're saying? You just tell us your prediction of the score and uh, I mean, I think what you think is like, going to happen. You make a comment of a 13 year old coach, right? Give me a break. I mean. Coaching in college football comes down to one thing, that's recruiting, not really so much in-game coaching. I think the assistants take care of most of that. I think that, you know, when you look at raw talent on the field, that's what generally wins college football games. It's not like the NFL. So if I have to go by raw talent and look at both these teams, um, I look at Baker Mayfield. uh, I think he's got, what, a 75, 74% completion percentage, QBR of about 100 and 29 last year, probably edging towards 140. This is so much guy being <laughs> dude. I can't fucking handle this Here fucking guy so being dude talk. I, I was going to say he had good woo! hair. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I hate saying this. I hate this cliche comment that you say about football games. But I do believe this game comes down to the trenches, and the two trenches that I'm going to watch the most are going to be uh, Oklahoma's O-line versus our D-line. If you're going to talk about Ohio State's defensive line as much as you have all year long, they have to create havoc in the backfield for him. You give him time, I think he can shred us, and I think he can do damage. Um, I think the crowd factors in. I think Ohio State pulls away with a squeaker. I am not sure we cover at 7.5. I say Ohio State by 7, and I don't think it's the high-scoring game people think. I think that it'll stay more closer to the 21-28 range based hmm. on what might might be. But it, it will come down between, I think, the defensive line and the offensive line. I think that's where this game is won or lost. So let me make sure I get you right. So Nick's taking the Buckeyes 28-21. Is that what you said? Yep. All righty. Okay. I think that's good. That's probably the most uh, qualified, intelligent pick I'd ever heard because I'm usually talking about guys' hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to go Nick, 28-21 Buckeyes. Good call, good call. Craig, what do you got, buddy? I'm not sure there's any way that happens. Uh, One of these teams loses by a lot. Wow. And I I think the Buckeyes will win. I think Baker Mayfield is dangerous. I think their tight end is dangerous. And we may have problems covering him, but we'll probably figure that out. Uh, The reason we had problems on the edges against Indiana was... That was a very, very accurate passing game where we did not bring a safety over top until the second half. Once we brought a safety over the top, that ended that passing game. Guys got pressure. There was nothing they could do. We're not going to be as obstinate on defense. <laughs> this time big around. words over here. <laughs> they, they won't play that crazy game. They must not listen where to they're that not going to bring a safety over the top. They'll bring safeties. And they'll shut that game down as far as the receivers are concerned. They have no rushing game. They only have passing. Their rushing game is Baker Mayfield. So I don't anticipate us having any problems there. Uh, our defensive line is incredible. We substitute guys in all day long. Five sacks last week is a lot of sacks for a guy who got the ball out really quickly. Baker Mayfield also gets the ball out quickly. But we were able to put pressure on that. Uh, and our running game, our running game is going to be Absolutely big awesome. Boy. Weber's back, and we'll have a little bit of a one-two punch. I so, want you to punch me, baby. 45-27. 45-27. Huh, interesting. All righty, let me get this in here. Craig, 45-27. Now, Craig, I don't recall exactly for sure, but when we were walking into the stadium last year, do you remember what you picked? Because I don't. I, I can't remember. I definitely picked the Buckeyes. I uh-huh. know that. Uh-huh. And a close one? I don't remember what I picked okay. exactly. I really don't know. I don't know. I know what Jared kind of picked, and I know what I picked. I know I was the closest by far. Yeah. Because no I one was expecting the blowout. very close to being a yeah. blowout. Yeah. I thought it would be, I think I thought it would be like a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Was I not on a 13-2 and two streak, and Jason told me I wasn't allowed to bet on the game, and we all know what I wanted to bet on the game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but listen, 
I understand the disappointment you have by not betting that game and also not betting the Cubs game that you wanted to that time. That's right. But we won both those games. And so the satisfaction there was much greater than you putting a couple extra bucks in your pocket. And this is easy for me. Hey, you know who the best tight end on our team is, right? Who? JT Brisket. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow JT Brisket is going to pull us through. We're going to win 40 to 17. 40 17. 40 17. Wow. JT Brisket is going to have, it's going to be cooking. Wow. The guy, what's his name? J.K. Rollins? Who's that? <laughs> J.K. Dobbins? J.K. Dobbins. Right. That's my dude. <laughs> Every single, everybody's like, oh. I, He's got to throw down a couple no, of No, every Ohio State fan's like, I've like, liked this guy since we got yeah, him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody's got their like, oh, yeah. I heard about him. I heard about him. Well, uh, yeah, I think we're uh, we're gonna that's we're good. gonna hey we're gonna put it on. That, that's a, that's a big putting them on. I mean, I mean you're you know because we got you and Craig both think they're gonna Ohio State's gonna win convincingly. Nick thinks they're gonna have a squeaker. Um, I, I thought long and hard about this. This is a tough one for me. Like last year when we went to Oklahoma, I felt we were just gonna lay the wood. Yeah, you cost me a bunch of money by not letting me. No, you lay the wood. You told me not to bet on them. I thought if you bet on them, it would screw us that laying the wood. That doesn't make sense. The universe doesn't give a shit that I'm betting on a, a game. Listen, the pair of boxes that I wore for the 2002 National Championship would say otherwise. No, they, man, they, that doesn't make sense. Nick, back me up on this. If I if I bet onto a game I'm, we're going into, that doesn't jinx anything in going into a game like that. I, I don't think it jinxes anything. I think that with the, my biggest problem is betting on the team that you love or like. It makes you stop and... For me, I just don't. The money's not things. worth a dick if we fucking if, if something happens that I don't like in the game, I don't give a fuck. I'm rooting for my team. I'm just predicting what's going to happen. The money's not the thing. You catch out on the backside if it, if it works well for you. I'm walking to every Michigan Ohio State game and I bet on it. Mm-hmm. And if I lose that money, it is not what I'm looking at. But so, you didn't bet the Oklahoma game last year. Why? Well, because this motherfucker kept telling me. Why would you listen to him if you're on a third? Well, he was going to he was going to tease it though Craig. too. He was going to tease it with like three other things that I think he, he would have included no, the all white high school this team. Is wrong. He was going to tease it for like a seventy five point spread. No, yeah. this yeah. is wrong. Yeah. I, no, you I won that tease game. It. I won that game, and then I hit that three team teaser for like yeah. five hundred dollars. Right. It was. Uh, but you wanted to tease that Miss Alabama. It was old. Yeah. And right. then, there, then the rain delay happened, right. and I was sitting there like, let me bet money on this, and this man would not let me, blocked me. You were a rain from him? I mean, well, I'm confused as to where this relationship is maybe at this I'm not point. There's not jinx, enough money to had jinx it. The last time he went to a stadium. There's no jinx. So the last time he went, I, I, I just, yeah, I respect him that much. I, didn't, I couldn't do it. So as a father figure, or where are we? No, here? that was just a respect factor. He Friends. was like, don't fucking bet on it. And he, I was in his RV for nine states. Is the like, jinx? That's it? The jinx? I just don't like betting on my team. I was in his RV for nine fucking... I was like, I'm not going to fucking bet. I just don't like betting on my teams that are playing. I don't do that either. Right. But I don't so, believe in the jinx either. Uh, I'm weird like that. I but, don't believe in but, jinxes. No. No. But... I mean, that's how you got to do it. Can I tell you a story about Rhino telling me to retire my jersey? <laughs> I would never retire. No. See, that's the thing. Like, if you have a good luck charm, you never retire. No, I retired it because he told me to. <sighs> that's so tough. Like, this weekend when I had to, I had my Rhino jersey signed. Yeah, one of the best picture photograph ever. day, afternoon had, things ever happened. Had, like, mustard all over the jersey. I was like, Rhino, this is a jersey I wore to every single Cubs postseason game. I love you. You're my favorite player. Blah, blah, blah. Had big mustard stain on it. I was like, I, I didn't wash it. I'm not going to do anything with it the entire time. And he signed it. Rhino, Sandberg, blah, blah, blah. Cubs went in 2016, handed it back to me. He goes, now you need to retire this. I was like, hey, thanks, Rhino. So I retired it. So that thing's so done. That's so dope, man. Yeah, that was awesome. So, okay, I'll give you my pick. So here's, this is what concerns me. This game, and I agree. I think somebody said, uh, I think you were talking about the, the running game, to have Dobbins and Webb. Weber back in the backfield. I think that's great. I think that slows the game down a good, which I think we're going to need to against this because I still have questions about our receivers versus any secondary, even though I think Oklahoma's secondary is going to be a little weak Big here. Big 12 secondary, right? Sure. So I think if, if, our, if we can do that, I think the game's slow at the beginning, and I think Ohio State's in a close one but controlling the game. 
agree with you that I see a lot of this action is going to be our defensive line because I was not impressed by our defensive front in the first half against Indiana. No. Um, I, I, I was, but because we were playing a five-man front for the very first time yeah. in, what, 15 years before our State's ever played a five-man front. Uh, so I like, I like though, overall, I think our talent's better. I think our skills are better. I'm a big believer, not so much in just the recruiting aspect, but coaching, because I think if you look at on-the-field changes, which is instrumented, I agree, with the assistant coaches a lot. But I think there's not a better second-half team in college football than what we've done, except for maybe against Clemson and some couple other games. What worries me, though, is the stage. Because Ohio State's had seven games in the past 15 years that are late-night games where the top six opponent in there – and we're one in four in those games in the last five. One so, in four out of seven games. No, I'm saying out of the last oh, five that we yeah, we've, lost, five. we've lost. We've lost. We lost three. In a we row. got beat by USC. We got beat by Texas. We got beat by uh, Virginia Tech. That's it. Those. Okay. So that, but I I don't think that's a true indication how we perform. But in this game, I do pick a closer game than what you and Craig have because Nick's got it at 28, 21. I have more points being scored. I have us winning. 35-28. So I don't think we cover, um, and I think the game is close, but I think we win. But I think it's a convincing 35-28. Excuse me. Yeah. Would you want to make a side bet? You, I, I, two dudes being guys, side bet on the game? So if you lose, you have to do the entire can of dip? <laughs> How about we call it a $20 bet? I'll take the Bucks covering the seven and a half. Uh, no, because I don't bet on the Buckeyes. If you refer to the earlier comments on this no, very no, podcast, no, I don't on. bet on them. Come on, I don't bet on them. Oh, you're wink. Why are you winking at me then? I'm not. Winking. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, the no, bet's no. in. He's <laughs> winking at me. Right, it's good. That the was pretty in. funny when you pulled that off like twelve podcasts ago. But the wink, I just don't think covers it anymore. So that's my pick. I have thirty-five twenty-eight. You're the one signing the paper, not me. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a quick question because um, everybody's saying Weber and Dobbins. Right. Percentage of carries between the two. Seventy percent Dobbins. No. I have eighty. percent Dobbins. I no. totally disagree. Disagree. What do you, what, what do you I, think? I think it's if if it's not fifty fifty, I believe it's sixty forty. Weber. Weber. You're gonna be way off. No, no Weber. Way Weber. Off. Weber. Weber. More let's, carries. Can we bet? You're out of your mind. I'll let's bet, bet that on all this. day long. Yeah, right. we'll bet this. That is, we'll bet that's not this. So the that's two guys doing podcasts, we will put up. The guests will take over. 65% of the carries. Yep. No, we're talking 50-50. We'll just say we'll split. If it's Weber has more, then we win. If Dobbins has more, you guys win, right? Oh, okay. Is that oh, yeah. a good You're not even close. Okay. Good. Solid. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Can I add a... Can we Who just do, we do a little something to this? Let's I think we need a fair... Let's take injury out. We take injury out. Yeah. And then we also take yeah. score yeah. out. Injuries nullified. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if the game's over more than 28 points or something, yeah. it's got to be ridiculous. Yes, if it's a blowout, right, right, right. right. Okay. And yards, are we going to take into consideration? Are we talking no, carries no or yards? Just carries. Just carries. Okay, just that's what load. I want. Just that's what carries. I want. Yeah, no, just I agree. the load. I agree. I, you good with that? Yeah. And what are we putting up? I think we could put up two very exclusive two guys being dudes t-shirts. <laughs> Where do you get one of those, Jay? If you go to facebook.com slash two guys being dudes. Two guys being dudes. You can find, we'll have our t-shirts up here soon. So you can get one of those. Uh, and all guests of the podcast are given two guys being dudes podcast when they beat us in a bet. <laughs> no, what's going to be the bet here? Wait for the whole winter collection coming out soon. <laughs> no, what's the bet? Uh, how about this? $50. On so our 25 side. Okay, 50 dollars. Fifty dollars. So no, how about fifty one dollars? Because that's the percentage <laughs> yes. of carries oh, your guys have. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 all right. All right. That, that, so that loser owes the other side. Right. Has to be signed. Be both. Right. Can we go? Wait. Can we? Can we make it fifty two dollars? Fifty two dollars. Signed by both guys. So you guys can split a two dollar bill. Oh. The Craig comes in with a two dollar bill. We know it. Two dollar holler, baby. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. All right. So we got through the Buckeyes picks. Does anybody else want to talk college football? Or you want to talk something else? Because uh, there's so many other games going on, but I really don't give a damn right now. I don't now. really think there's anything 
Is there any other game? Oh, Clemson is playing at Ab- Auburn. No, right. Auburn's playing at, at Clemson. Clemson. At Clemson. Right. So Clemson could make a, a very good jump. And they'll season. make a statement. Yeah. I think Clemson's going to win. Right. Yeah. Auburn's, I think their running back still hurts. So yeah. That's a shame. But You could lose. You, you Depending on what you say about Oklahoma... I mean, you could lose three top five teams this week, right? Oh, easy. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. 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 you have Oklahoma, yeah. you've got Clemson, and then uh, Stanford, USC. Right. Yeah. This is why you watch. Yeah. This is, I mean, like, realistically, gonna happen. I mean, Alabama and Ohio State aren't going anywhere unless they lose. Right. That's a, that's the way this whole season's set up. Yeah. One of us is going to lose. Jared says we're going to get beat by Michigan. Yeah. I don't agree I with that. I believe that Michigan gets <laughs> no, He doesn't agree with that. He says we're going to get beat by somebody else. Iowa. Penn State, Iowa. Yeah. I think Iowa. Yeah. Uh, you guys all make fun of me, but that's the trap game, and it's going to be tough up there. So. No one has ever gotten whatever. trapped by Kurt This Ferris. is some weird bumble, this is some weird bumble game I, you're playing I, with I, Iowa. Hold on. Iowa did. Iowa got trapped by Kurt Hey, yo, here's what happened. That's the true statement. Here's what happened. Somehow Jason downloaded a bumble on accident, and he fucking swiped right on Iowa. Is so he's like, yeah, baby. Has you're going to get it. Has anybody ever gone back to like the 80s and see the swarm come into the stadium? The most lame entrance into a stadium We'll ever. see. We'll see. Listen, I, I, that's the only game we that's going on We already have a bet on that. We have a bet on that, yeah. So. All right, so that and who's Notre Dame play? Georgia. Georgia. Notre no Dame. Georgia. Cares. Good game, right? So somebody got hurt from Georgia too. No. Did they lose a key player? I don't know. I really. That, that low you heard was our pizza getting delivered. By the way, yeah. that's a. But it's interesting. I had no idea that series was set. Honestly, like I had, I didn't know. That's pretty interesting that the SEC is playing. It's at Notre Dame, right? Yeah, right. That's a big move, yeah. and especially Georgia is always that like third child. It's huge. Yeah. Move. Yeah. They're the only ones to come north of right. Columbus. Why doesn't Alabama do it? To me, why doesn't they Alabama will not come play up? in the weather? Oh. Yeah. Doesn't it even matter in the summer they won't play yeah. up here. Yeah, that's still that irritates the shit out of me because I, like the national championship game, no matter where we go, like Ohio State's building teams to compete on speed, right? So you have to have speed and power. Whereas, like if you were to play in Chicago on New Year's Day where there could be three inches of snow on the ground, previous Big Ten teams would far fare better would fare far better against an SEC team. But since nobody wants to travel to a bowl game in the snow, it sucks. Well, so my biggest argument is this, and you, you've got to look past the money first, which is impossible to do, and that's why it's the system we're in. But in true form, if you want the college football playoffs to be a true playoff, then you take the top four. The highest seed plays the home game. Yeah, right. I mean, that's what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. You come to Ohio. You State don't play on a neutral field. I don't want to right. hear the Rose Bowl. I don't want to hear this. Nobody, because as it stands right now, there's four teams. You're requiring fans to go to two bowl games if you're going to make the game, right? Right. You got to go to the semifinal, then you got to go to the final. Forget that, man. It is a home game. You play at home. The final is the top seed takes it. We're done. Yeah. But at, at least if you teams. expand, correct. If you expand you have for to. certain, correct. You have to. Right. Right, my but you can't get rid of the money. bowl games. No, you, the, the money, the, the bowl, bowl games. Is yeah, so if there's eight teams for certain, you've got to play. That first round has to be a home at, at your actual yeah. stadium. Yeah, I, just the only problem that sucks is let's say Ohio State's an eight seed, right? And they play. I, I guess it'll always be Alabama. I'm just trying to think if they play in somewhere else that's a rather small school. Also, then you have you know two hundred thousand Ohio State fans going to a stadium that seats. You know, forty three thousand. You know, it's going to be a little awkward. There's not only is the loss of money, but the, you know, but I agree. But I'd much rather have the fourteen playoff now, like we have, than what we had in the previous no, five years. No, no, listen, the system's no doubt no, not fixed, right. but it's a hundred percent better than what. It was. Well, I love people that say we always had a playoff with the BCS. No, you that's didn't. a bunch of bullshit. What they did is retroactively look at it and be like, it worked out. Right. Yeah. Luckily, it worked out. <laughs> right. Right. Well, right. it worked out because the number one team won. Mm-hmm. Well, you made it so that that was the number one team after they won. Which was great when we won. When Ohio State won the first. It's also proved the fact. When they won the first uh, CFP, it was nice to see the four seed getting through because then it was like, oh yeah, playoff works because now they had to beat two teams that yeah. were ranked higher. Right. So. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, it looks like Jared's back. The pizza is got here. Got the pizza. So we've got, this is going to be interesting, because we've never done a true draft that included multiple people 
other than you and I. Like Mike was kind of in that, Dr. Mim was, but uh, we've never done. Cletus would say he was not in Cletus. That. <laughs> Fox fucking I, I think we all agreed that we weren't going to talk about that anymore. When you have Cletus and Shaggy as part of your. Fuck, no, Mike. I, I can't. It still hurts. Mike. It hurts. Like, I, I feel like I need to log in and delete that podcast because it's so bad. But in this one. Fake news, Mike. That's just fake news. <laughs> top five draft. And we're going to do our top five favorite beers. And this is going to be difficult because I don't know how many of us have similar ones. But that means that there's 20 beers at stake here. So it's unlike the normal 10. Because wrestling was hard. When we did wrestlers. That was really tough because I could have had a list of 20. Let's just say this. We've all actually asked for a paper so we can write our answers out. And we have multiple answers to hope yeah. that no one yeah. steals and them. And you could have had 20 wrestlers, but you still left out George Animal Steel. And that is a painful thing that happened. Craig, if you don't sit your fucking ass down right now, <laughs> I swear to God, you ruined this podcast, Craig. <laughs> Nobody eats a turnbuckle like George the Animal Steel. I will, Craig, I will come over there, man. I will come over there. All right. So, Jared and I discussed this earlier, and we were going to let our guest have the first pick. Yeah. But I didn't figure out which one, so shall we let them determine it? Yeah. Paper, rock, scissors. Let's All right. Go. Paper, rock, scissors for this. All right. Oh, he went. No, oh, you're gone. No. Craig's gone. No, Craig's, Craig's gone. out. Craig, you're Craig's right. out. You went early. You went early. It's I got yelled at in Vegas. I count to three. It's one, two, three. Yeah. So Nick, Nick, who owns multiple liquor establishments, <laughs> who should probably. <laughs> you better suck the teeth. If you go in qualifications of naming alcohol in suck this room, Nick has to be number one. Even though you're a liquor guy, you're not a beer guy. That's a beer guy. You gotta suck the teeth right here. So. So this is, should be easily the most important number one pick ever. I, I, I honestly don't think it's going to be the, the, the number one. So, so I'm going to take a beer that I thought that, and, and not my favorite brewery in, by any stretch. Budweiser? Yes, I'll take that. Heavy. I will take Bud Ice. Ooh, so delicious. Great commercial. Bud Ice. It, All right, so next, take butt ice. All right, Greg. <laughs> All right, so give us your true number one. True number one is, uh, I thought back in the day when microbrews first came around, best pale ale made very well by a good brewery. But I'm going to go with uh, Three Floyd's Alpha King, just the pale ale. It is nuts and bolts. I just think just it, it, it kind of exemplified what that movement meant, and it is still to this day just a great pale ale. And I'm drinking it currently. Are you really yeah, so I'm drinking oh, an Alpha King that. currently. So I figured this party brought to you by Jared Canman's household, where you can come over and drink some of all this beers. Motherfucker, better pay me back. I figured he was drinking under, all my beers. I figured he figured out how we played this game, and he saw what I was drinking, and he picked my <laughs> beer. He's like, that son of a bitch, I'm holding it, but not on my list though. Dun dun dun. So oh. Nick, I'll compliment you. Alpha King, absolutely an incredible great beer from maybe my favorite brewery in the world. So great brewery, great brewery, not yeah. their best. Never it, heard of it. Good, good beer, but maybe not my favorite. Yeah. But I love. I, I'll drink it as you can tell because I'm drinking this one. All righty. So we got Nick at Alpha King, the Craig. So now Alpha King has been removed from the list. What do you got, Craig? Yeah, Craig's so, number yeah. one pick. So I could yeah. I could steal the other one from that brewery that probably is the best, mm-hmm. but I won't because I like to go a little bit local. And um, I I swear by this beer. And you think I'm going to say CBC's Bodie, but I'm not. I'm going to say CBC's Creeper. Mm-hmm. Tastes like Bodie, but 10%. Amazing, amazing IPA. I'm clapping because I don't know. I, I I would, I thought for sure when you announced CBC, you're going with Bodie because that's on my list. Great one, but Creeper is spectacular beer. Let's fucking go. Ready? All right. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Woo! That's another Jared Camden win right there. Just like this list, number one beer, easy. You cannot argue it. Nobody can say anything against it. It is the first beer you ever tried. It's the first one you tried to ride. Budweiser, heavy, 
just go big. Go with the red label, the red label, the bottles, ripping them out of the case, drinking them, the cans, amazing. Dale Earnhardt had it on his car. Dale Earnhardt Jr. had it on his car. Budweiser heavies with a good bourbon. By the way, a good bourbon, that's nice. You drink seven Bud heavies, give me a call in the morning, all you IPA guys. That's some serious beer right there. So, number one all time. Bud Heavy. I'm glad you took Bud Heavy. I'm absolutely glad you took it because to me, it's my least favorite beer of all time. I can't drink it, never have, never will. Bud Light, I can swill one down and put a ballpark and I need something to drink. But I'm, I, that's good because I know you and I have very different tastes when yeah, it comes to beer. 50% of NASCAR drivers who sponsored Budweiser are dead. <laughs> well, hey, let's go for those other 50%. <laughs> We got that. We, All can, right. get, hey, so we can get those other my turn. Team. My turn. This beer I started having a few years ago, and I think most people know me. It's my uh, absolute go-to beer. It's a seasonal beer. Uh, and I absolutely love, used to only be able to get it in bottles, but recently it's come in really cool cans. It's got a wonderful picture of a jackrabbit on it, and I love my Hop Slam. Absolutely, because it does three things to you. One, it gives you the most incredible drunkenness that you can get because its alcohol content is like 11.2 or something ridiculous. The citra in it is freaking phenomenal. And it's rare that you can only get it at certain times of the year. So to me, absolutely my favorite beer that I have, Hop Slam. Yeah, uh, when it comes to this, Michigan impresses with beers for some reason. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of the best beers there is in the market. So now what we've got, so we've eliminated CBC Creeper, Three Floyds Alpha King, Bud Heavy, and Hop Slam. All righty, so we're... I I just want to say something. (laughs) The fact that I didn't think Hop Slam before Budweiser Heavy. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that I could slide one in and didn't even think. Once again, I didn't even think of that beer. Jason, I... Uh, you didn't think of Eddie George. <laughs> I am embarrassed to say how that one got through the wickets. I really want to stand up and be clear. If if anybody was like, hey, Jared, let's hang out and let's drink beers. Bring Bud Heavy for Jared. No, and bring a hop no. Slam for you me. bring Hop Slam and you bring a good cigar. The fact that I pick that's Hop Slam, that's a night. I pick Hop Slam up with the fourth pick of the draft is unbelievable in my books. But that's cool. So now let's get in because if not, we're going to take eleven hours to do this. So, my so pick? We, no, it's Nick's pick. Right. So it, I, I'm going to go right back to the same brewery because I, I hit the I hit the pail. <laughs> but I've got to be honest. I think one of the most steady, qualified, like the, one of the best IPAs made that just had a great recipe. It's been there from the beginning. It's come through all the microbrews opening up. But I got to go with the two-hearted ale, man. I, I think that Bell's two-hearted ale is just by far one of the most drinkable IPAs out there. It's at the right percentage where you can have a few of them. And it's just so consistent in taste and flavor. It, it is one of my favorite beers to drink. It was 14 years ago. Hard to say that, but 14 years ago. It still is today. I love that brewery. I love what they do. And I think that I love that beer. Great pick. Love that pick. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Because uh, when he said he was going to go with the same brewery, I thought he was going to go with his same brewery. I did too. I, I was already typing where in. Where he should have gone, right. which is Zombie Dust, which is much better than Alpha King and definitely better than Two Hearted. Uh, zombie Dust. I mean, it, it lasts about a week, but if you get it fresh, it's the greatest. It, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, Zombie Dust, that's my second. Uh, easy pick for me, Sam Smith's Nut Brown Ale. Nut Brown, Sammy Smith's Nut Brown Ale. That's a great pick. Nice, oh, nice. nice. Uh, uh, tough to get, ever on tap. Comes in a really cool bottle. Their oatmeal stout is also good. Well, I hate to be the guy that's bringing the same brewery back again from what, so Nick's got it and Craig's got it. But actually, it's weird because I like a wheat beer. And so what's changed it for me, while I do appreciate absolutely love alpha king and really love zombie dust my favorite three floyds beer after drinking a lot lately and having them all i love gumball head does not oh, taste like a wheat beer no it doesn't taste like a wheat beer it's just such a beer. just a great beer i love drinking it it's uh 
I love the bottle. I love the character. I love everything about it. It's just a good beer. So that's my number two. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, brewery we haven't talked about yet is uh, Westbrook, and I'm going to go with their goes. So oh, yeah. I like salty. Nice. I like briny. You can't get it in Ohio. It's done well. It almost, it, it, you know, it's from, North, I believe, North Carolina is where it's from. Yeah. Um, and it kind of brings like the ocean and everything that you talk about there, the saltwater taffy, like all that kind of thing. But it just has the perfect amount of brine, the perfect amount of, uh, it's refreshing. You can drink three of them in three seconds. I mean, it, it's a great beer. But for it goes, Westbrook knocks it out of the park. All right, I'll make a deal right now. I'll give you Budweiser straight up for, <laughs> <laughs> for whatever the hell you just said, man. That sounds sexy as fuck, man. <laughs> That sounded. Let's do it. Straight up trade. <laughs> no, I don't. Vetoed. Vetoed. I'm ruined. All right, Craig. So we got uh, we we overruled the trade here. So there's no butt heavy for Westbrook goes. Butt heavy still in first place. <laughs> yeah, it's time to switch gears, just like Nick did. But I'm not gonna go crazy. Goes. I'm not big into the sours. Uh, I'm gonna go with another beer from Michigan, Founders Breakfast Stout. Oh, yeah. embarrassing. Michigan, huh? Yeah, it's sad. That do you want the breakfast out or do you want KBS? I have to go all the way. Uh, that's what I, was saying. I should say KBS? the Kentucky. Uh, I figured you uh, were. Oh, yeah. oh, now Craig's totally not. Oh, Craig. Oh, you're right. He's out of Michigan now, huh? <laughs> Funny, Craig wanted to be in Michigan. <laughs> Funny. Well, a guy that grew up in Toledo, you have to give him the ability yeah, to accept I was really that. Close to the all right, everybody from Columbus, you'll understand this. Uh, Barley's Christmas Ale. Oh, yeah. Good um, call. When Barley's Christmas Ale comes out, you go and get a little... Little drink there. It's every. I think this year will be their thirty-first year being down there. Probably. Um, yeah, it's an amazing beer. And if you can get into the basement, they put it into pumpkin, and it pumps out of a pumpkin. So nice. Yeah. Uh, for my third pick, it's a beer I don't think you guys have had, but I just introduced to it last year, and it's quickly becoming one of my most favorite beers. It's a brewery in Chicago called Half Acre. And they make a fall line of beers, and this one's called Gone Away. And it is spectacular. And it's in the coolest can. It's in one of the traditional, like, 16-ounce cans. And it's kind of rainbow-colored. It's really cool. I love that beer, and it just started to become available this week. So, my third favorite beer. Nick? This has got to make my list. I mean, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, when it's time to go out there and... (laughs) Try to make the wife look attractive and have a little bit of fun. I go right to Natty Light. It is, it is fourteen dollars of fun. Yeah. Is, you go for like a twelve percent. dollars of fun. I can drink them like water. I enjoy my children and my wife a lot when I'm drinking it. It's seven in, and I just feel fantastic the next day. So I, I mean, I love my Natty Light. It's a uh, beer with a taste for food. Correct. Yeah, it is. Actually, Natty Light, that was the college beer for me. Natty Light was all the way to go. Worked with everything. The Natty Life was the only life. Man. As, I, a, as I opposed mean, to Keystone Light, which is the beer with a taste for gum. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when it, you'd be on a trip and you'd like stop someplace and be like, six ninety nine for a 29-pack. be like, oh, we can't not buy it. And then like two beers in, you're like, oh, why'd we buy that? Yeah, so, Craig? What's your number four? So number four, I'm going to go. There's one that's definitely not on anybody's list. I guarantee you that. Uh, it's from one of my favorite spots to go for a weekend. It's from Nashville. Yazoo <laughs> Sioux. Yazoo Sioux. Absolutely delicious pour. Awesome. That's a good... Uh, we were introduced to the, uh, the Nashville beer scene by our friend Bill. And I'm telling you, I was impressed. Between Jackalope and Yazoo... Two incredible breweries there. Yeah, they're, they're, there's some really good beers coming out in Nashville. All right, Jared. So are you going Bud Light on this pick? You trying to All right. round it out? No, I, I just want to be honest. Okay. A pint of Miller Light. I yeah. I, Don't give it to me in a glass. I ain't thinking you in glass. Don't give it to me in the can. Give it to me in the can pint. Mm-hmm. Miller Light is my best friend. I really. Really roll for the and they they were the first to the market, Budweiser caught up and all that shit. But first to market sure. Miller Lite and their marketing plan in the last ten years, Miller Lite's comeback has been amazing. Well, I think it's funny because we had Natural Light, we had Yazoo and then we had Miller Lite. Yeah, I'm going with a drinking beer too, and I've consumed more of these this year than I have in my previous twenty years, and I've drank 
a shit ton of Schlitz this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, QBR probably would be the better role there, but whatever. Yeah, but in the stadium, in the stadium, I get a Schlitz. So, I, at all the games I've gone to this year, and then outside the stadium, it's the one beer that I actually, I really developed a good taste for. I like it a lot. So, it's, okay. it's a good beer. Okay. All right. With the fifth and his last pick. Yeah, I'm going more mainstream again on this one just because I do like it. It's great in the wintertime. It, it turns. But I, I've got to go Guinness, man. I I like a pint of Guinness. Like, I, I, I know it's been there. It's been trendy. It's been in. It's out. I've worked at all the Irish bars, all that stuff. But, man, just a, a pint of Guinness, if it's poured properly with the head, there's just nothing like it, man. It's a nitro beer, the original nitro beer. Nobody's mentioned a nitro beer yet. It, and now they're trying. We're doing a lot of that with the IPA. I'm bad. It's fantastic. I, I like Guinness. All right. I, I, when I was younger, I liked Guinness because I thought it was cool because I like Easiest beer to chug. Yeah, when I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I said, yeah. right? I love Guinness. Yeah. Yeah. I could drink a lot of yeah. that. Yeah. 3.2% yeah. alcohol. And I couldn't figure out why I was putting on stuff. 10 pounds a week. But right. then, you know. I Guinness is actually <laughs> a light beer. Low in carbs, low yeah. in calories. Yeah. I don't know if many people know that. But, but no, when you drink 20 of them, anything in excess could be bad for you. Hi, we'd like to welcome Dad to the podcast. Alrighty, so that's a good pick. So, Craig, your fifth and final. So I have a, I have a few things left on my list that haven't been knocked off, but um, we better be careful, man. Yeah, right. I could go with a, a great red from the same sort of era, Kilkenny's, delicious. Um, you could only get it in Canada back in the day; that made it special. But I've actually been there and had one. Six. Uh, Pliny, the yeah. elder, yeah. is absolutely That's a good one. Yeah. Very yeah. late in the draft. Amazing pick. Yeah. Very I'm late. calling complete BS on that beer, man. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, when you get it fresh. Quite as of, delicious the as hard part is, okay, so that's fresh. Right. Just what Jason just said right there, that's tough. Because all I've ever had is what's been shipped from the West Coast here. Unless you and get I've it. never been yeah. impressed with it. Um, Especially if you get it shipped during the summer. If you get it shipped during the winter when, when it's cold. When you see... 175 Northern Californians rolling all day long with their cars and wheeling this thing out on dollies into the back of their trucks. You'll understand why they're doing it. It, it is really, it's really great good. beer. Yeah. yeah. I like plenty. It's a great pick. You know, and I think if we were geography, if we were somewhere different, we probably wouldn't be putting so many Three Floyds and Founders and Michigan beers. And we'd probably, if we were out west, we'd be putting those. I mean, Russian Rivers Brewery, because Blind Pig, which I just started getting recently, is absolutely well, as good as any beer I've ever had. You make had. a great point. They have the best session I've oh, ever had oh, in my yeah. entire life. It's called yeah. Dribble Belt. Mm. Absolutely wonderful. And it's hard to do a session right. right. It's amazing if we did like a top five breweries i think that'd be kind of an interesting list there too yeah that's a whole yeah. different category because yeah. if you don't put russian river on that you're crazy because oh, yeah. you guys all talk about plenty but if you've ever had the cuvee series their sours yeah. out there right. are unmatched yeah. unmatched that's a great pick so plenty the elder great jared coming home king cobra <laughs> I wanted to make sure I backed up that pick with a, a home run hitter. Listen, back in the day when I was starting to get drinking, I really liked my butt heavy. But there was something about a brand called King Cobra that I liked, man. So I drank a lot of King Cobra out of the glass. You'd be drinking that last bit so warm. But uh, yeah, a little bit of home every time I think about the King Cobra 40, man. Wow, so, nice. Yeah. Nice. That that's a. Yeah. I had. I'm not here zero. for your votes, fans. I'm not here for your votes. I'm here for your hearts. Really? Well, I I think that's a great pick. My I had two picks, but Craig mentioned one of them. One of my top five. Uh, already got called out at uh, CBC Bodie. I absolutely love Bodie. Mm. It's such a great beer. You're not gonna I didn't pick draft Bodie? it, huh? I didn't you draft it. I know you didn't draft it. I know, but you're not gonna pick Bodie. I'm debating. No, you got no go. You got to go now. All right, then, because I do. If I if I look at my list and I was given an option to have a Bodie or an option to have a three one two, I'm going to go with a Bodie. Three one two, junk. I know you think it's junk, but it's the only beer that I drink before every game at Wrigley. I drink Schlitz a whole way, but it's the very first beer I start with in every game. So I have kind of an allegiance to it at that point. No wonder that goat got you for so long before I. Did. <laughs> After I joined the team, the fuck. So guys, 
<laughs> so, but yeah, so Bodie would absolutely be in my top five beers if given a chance. I still import it in. When every time I'm here, I grab cases of it, drive it in. Last time, Dr. Mim, I don't know if he told you this, I brought a case back. They had it at the Giant Eagle over here. Yeah. I brought a case back along with all my brewing equipment and dropped it off. I was like, Mike, I brought you some Bodie. He was like, great. And then when I left, I realized he took all of my Bodie. He didn't leave oh, me any. So, but then I went back to his house and I drank a lot. Doctor, yeah, I, I agree. Bodie's fantastic. I just didn't go two from the same brewery. That's yeah. the reason why I didn't take it. I want to go serious for a second. <laughs> 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 I want to get serious. Nick, when you're in water, are you wet? <laughs> when you're in water, are you wet? I would. Yeah. Are you sure? Everybody says yes. Why yeah. do you keep asking? Because when you put your hand out, like, are you ever in water and you're like, I'm wet? It's like when you get out, you're like, I'm wet. Like when you're like, oh, it's dripping off of me. That's when I'm wet. This is when the worst there, argument. You're never wet. We've gone round and you're round wet. around this. If you're not in wet. water, you're wet. Really? Because yes. you're moving through it. It's not on you. You're wet. You're wet. It's on you. You're in it. What are you talking about? You're just moving in it. We wasted an hour and a half in showcase showdown in Vegas talking about this. I think there's a good point to it that you're not wet in water. All right, we'll put a poll up on the Facebook page. No, this is no. This has been argued on other like uh, other shit. Like we don't have to. I know, but we can get our All right, if you want. Are you massive dry? audience. Well, you want to do a scientific fact? Are you wet? Or of course, not? you're wet. I mean, are you dry? What's the next question? Are you dry? No, because it's dry. Like, what is dry? Dry is not in water. Or what's wet? But is like a fish dry? No, no it's, wet. it's wet. The fish is always wet. I mean, if you want to get deep, nobody ever touches. A that fish dies. Listen, a fish know. dies if it's dry. I can dry. see the argument of somebody saying, like, when you're in water, you're not wet. Nobody goes oh. in the water and like, I'm wet. When yes, they pizza? all go in the water and say, I'm wet. No. When you eat a slice of pizza, are you still hungry? I'm not sure no. how that right. <laughs> relates. Exactly. No, I'm telling you. I think this is like a legit well, yeah, thing. It's, it's not a legit thing. Uh, it's so far it. from legit that it's ridiculous. Yeah, I back it. 100%. All right. It's got, it's got to go up on the poll. Yeah. Well, we'll put a poll up. We have to let the people decide. What? Hey, you guys want to have fun? Vote for me. Let the people decide. Vote for me and not them. That'd hey, be funny. talking of that, of the people, I got a request. We got some weird listeners from Washington State. Like, we have listeners in like 40 states right now, right? But for some strange reason, the state of Washington has the fourth highest amount of listeners. So I just want somebody to go to our Facebook page and tag us. Just go in and say, hey, I'm a guy from Washington State. Do that and I'll send you a shirt. What do you think Whoa. of that? You know, just, what? You know what? You know what? I'll throw in on that shirt. You'll we'll throw a $2 you, bill in? We'll throw you a shirt. A signed $2 bill and a yeah. shirt? Do yeah, they have sure. to post a flag of Washington State? Like, like on ESPN? No, but you got to prove to us that you're from Washington yeah. State. And, and yeah. you know what? We'll mail you a Christmas card. Absolutely. You're, you'll get on a Christmas card list, the new thing from two guys being dudes, the and, Christmas card list. And talking about this same list, here's the other thing. We don't have any listeners from Louisiana. <laughs> I don't know why. Every state surrounding Louisiana, people listen to. My boss lived in Louisiana. So here it is. You recruit. I think we just heard somebody die outside. Did somebody die? <laughs> I think it's a cat. I think I'm a cat. Wow. Hey. hey. It's a cat. Good news. Nobody died. It's a cat. First female on the podcast. They're <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Let me just run down these lists real quick because I always do to make sure I got it right. So Nick's got Alpha King, Two Hearted, Westbrook Goes, Natural Light, and Guinness. Craig's got CBC Creeper, Zombie Dust, Founders KBS, Yahoo Zoo, and Pliny the Elder. Jared has Bud Heavy. Money. Bud Heavy. Money. Bud Heavy. Money. <laughs> Sam Smith, Nut Brown L, Barley's Christmas L, Miller Light, and King Cobra. Could you imagine drinking those in one setting? <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> you start then, with the Cobra. And then finally, I have Hop Slam, Gumball Head, Gone Away, Half Acre, Schlitz, and CBC Bodie. So it'll be interesting because I, I think if our listeners, depending on where they are, they are, it might be interesting to see who picks what. Vote for me. Oh, I say ha, see the upset. Make sure none of the. You have to really get down to Craig and I because Nick's a professional bar owner you are in the alcohol world so i think really it comes down to craig and i saying listen it's just two average guys 
picking good beers. I think it's about me beating all of you. <laughs> I'm asking all my fans out there to vote for me. All right. So I think well, you know who you are, fans. <laughs> One of them has Good an old microwave. <laughs> hey, Washington State, what's up, brother? How's <laughs> not that hurricane going, dude? You guys good up there? Cool. All right. You guys got like one of those like roll tide fans from Washington. Who is the girl on Feinstein? She's gonna be oh, goddamn time. <laughs> Hit me on the DMs. <laughs> oh Jesus. All right. So, uh, do you have any one? Is it raining there right now? <laughs> In Washington? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, raining. it's always raining there. You think? Yes, I'm telling them right now. It's raining there. Whoever that Washington listener no. is, that sucks. Right Jared, now, if they're raining. in the rain, are they're they wet? <laughs> no, are they wet? Yes, yes. you're <laughs> wet. When it rains on you, you're wet. When you're in water, you're. What just if it's in raining water? on you when you're in the pool? You're just. In Do water. you get wet when it's raining on you in the pool? Not, That's a good question. It's not holding on to you. It, you're you're going through it. You're not going through it. You're completely wet. No. Oh my God! If you would like us to never talk about this subject again, bother me. Vote for Nick. <laughs> we'll make, I am winning. <laughs> that steals it. Right, I don't feel like doing Big Brother. I don't because I didn't get to watch it. So I'd rather talk it. about this. Is Sean Kemp the greatest dumper? Dumper. dumper? <laughs> yes. Greatest dunker of all time. In other, game dunks. Other than Vince Carter. In game dunks. No, like just those two. Like, is that your top two? Clearly. But are you talking dunk contest? Because yes. that's different. Dunk, everything. No, all no. sides. All no. sides. No, absolutely not. 100% no. Yeah, no. No way. No, no way. You're skipping over the shortest dunker of all time. No, Spuds out. Spuds out. I just don't know where a... you put Sean Kemp. You put him like eighth? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Jordan, yeah. Dominique, Spud Webb. Dominique was, no, Spud Dominique was freaking awesome. Dominique was, was Vince Carter. Artiste. So that's, so that's gone. Like, that's been lost. Like, the Dominique dunks have been lost. It's all yeah. power dunks now. Like, can I get my hand half so I'm saying, like, Sean Kemp was, like, the middle of that shit. Even Vince uh, Carter better than Sean Kemp, I think. Oh, Vince Carter. Much better than no, Sean no, no, Kemp. No, no, no. Vince Carter, I said, maybe. I said behind Vince Carter. Like, oh, okay. is it? No, I mean, it, I'm not going to hate on the human highlight film or in Jordan, but I'm saying, like, I don't know, man. There's something about what he did back in the day with that running man dunk and like all the dunks he like. Because see, I would argue if you said in game, Sean Kemp pulled the same games he ever did in dunk contest off in game. That's what I'm saying. So he was completely yeah, so that, game. But you, that's story. why I was saying it's no, different. it's not like, like a Jordan thing where you can because do Spud Webb doesn't Jordan. win a dunk contest no, in a game. Yeah, no, right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no, I said different. I said in the dunk contest and like yeah, but I'm saying if you eliminate the dunk contest and say strictly dunks in a basketball game, I could see him being top three or four. He was a monster. Because like, Dominique like did the same Johnson. dunks. He was like Larry Johnson back in the day. Grandmama. Yeah. 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 Nasty. But wouldn't you say most in-game dunks? Most in-game dunks are about power. Right? I mean, yeah. LeBron James, for example. I'm sorry, but you're going to talk about in-game dunks. LeBron James can thunder the rim. I mean, literally. Or how about, how about Shaquille O'Neal when he breaks baskets yeah. and they fall over? I mean, but how hard do you think Shaq played? Early? No. Like, and his, his whole, like, if you had to average his whole career, how hard do you eight, think? An eight in effort over his whole career. I'd say he's he, like a I'd, seven, two out mm-hmm. of ten. I think he was... I think. In his early years at Orlando, he was a 10. In his first two years at LA, he was a 10. Do you think the inches of his cock are bigger than what you were just giving him for his career? An eight? Absolutely. So, have you ever seen a horse's arm? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you're like, Blake Griffin in game. Awesome, but same thing always. But he he makes people kind of, I mean, I'm excited for what we see out of Blake this year. Yeah, by himself? Yeah, he's going to be running his own team. He's going to be... But he's not back till, I think, November. Is Jordan still with him? Or, uh... Yeah. uh, DeAndre's still there, right? DeAndre's still there, right? DeAndre didn't leave? I think he's still there. So it's DeAndre... So they're going to have... Are they going to be throwing each other alley hoops with no point guard? Did they get a guard? They're probably a mess. Dunk each other's miss. Yeah, really. All right. I'm done with this because I'm hungry. I'd like to have a slice of pizza that you picked up during the podcast. Yeah. Gangster move. So thanks, Craig. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Any final words, Mr. Camden? Yes. uh, Bet on all my picks. I'm going to hit them all. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes, at JBCam, I-I-I, and at 
Jay Frost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. Visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Two Guys Being Dudes. And on the web at www.twoguysbeingdudes.com. <laughs>